Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Yeah. East side to the west side. Let's do it. 87-7-33-7, a six of six, and two more sixes get you on my show. Still watching the postgame of the Devils. I was just in there with Paulie watching uh, Cody Rhodes Monday Night Raw. I was like, Paulie, how am I supposed to get back into wrestling when they literally have all of these wrestling shows on, like, the same time as, like, NBA, NHL, NFL, like, I don't know how some of y'all do it. Paul's like, you know, I watch after. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess I could. But that, like, that takes another look. I have to DVR the WWE show and then go home and watch. I, I barely have time to do anything. I can't, can't add anything. I added hockey. I can't, I could barely watch the NHL, NBA, keep up with the NFL playoffs, the slow-ass MLB free agent frenzy that doesn't exist. College basketball, which is cooking up now. And now you add WWE, Cody Rhodes in there. I'm like, I know that guy. Oh, it's Cody Rhodes. 877-337-6666. That's why I envy the kids. These young kids that all you guys got to do is go to school from like 7 a.m. to 2 o'clock. And then you have the rest of the afternoon, night. And most of y'all not going to bed. Your parents think you go to bed. You're up till 1 o'clock in the morning. And you could sleep five hours, get up at six, and do it all over again. I'm jealous of you. I'm jealous of you. Because when I was a kid, we didn't have tablets, iPhones, apps, streaming, on demand. And have Instagram and X and TikTok where you could follow every single thing. We had newspapers. If you want to keep up with sports, if I see a newspaper, I'll, I'll flip to the back to the sports section, read some stories, see some stats. You had appointment television with with TV. Like, you had appointment television with sports, even WWE. You knew what time it was coming on. Once it was off the TV, it was off the TV. I mean, I know I had a computer, a CD-ROM type of, like, PC. Shout out to my mom. When I told my mom we needed a computer, we went and got a, a gateway computer. I think I was 10. 
And I found a way to ruin that computer. I spilled some soda in the keyboard, took it apart. You know, definitely downloaded one of those things for AIM, AOL Instant Messenger, where it would hack people and ask for people's passwords and, and act as something different. And then that got me into some trouble as well online. But we didn't have all of this. We didn't we didn't have all of this. We didn't have all we didn't have YouTube either. What? Like think about not having YouTube. All right, back to the phones we go. We're talking about the NFL. In my opinion, I have a little bit of fatigue, but I guarantee you by the time we get to the weekend, I'll be watching the championship games locked in, happy to see them, happy to watch NFL. Like, I love football, love actual football, but the NFL product to me is just so saturated with other non especially the Super Bowl. I think I was listening to Evan and Tiki last week talk about how, you know, the Super Bowl is all these other things. I think, what, didn't Moresh have a take on it? where he was saying something that, like, no, we still love the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, we love the Super Bowl, but by the time we get to the Super Bowl, don't don't a lot of us feel this fatigue that I'm talking about tonight? But by the time you get to mid-February, like, all right, one more game. All right, ho- hopefully I hit a Super Bowl box. Hopefully one of these squares cash. And then for two weeks... There's the media day and then the nonsense and then the commercials and then the party. Like It's in Vegas this year. So you can only imagine what you're going to be seeing on the Internet between uh, the Elon Musk machine and uh, Mark Zuckerberg's apps. Like There's just going to be a ridiculous amount of content coming from Vegas around this Super Bowl. Please don't let it be Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs again. And I'm not even hating on Pat. I want Pat to win. But not this year. Let it be Lamar, and I'm never rooting for the 49ers. I need it to be Lamar and the Ravens versus Jared Goff getting back to the Super Bowl with the Lions, and then Lamar wins it, and then Lamar silences his critics forever. Simon is out in Forest Hills. What's up, Simon? You're on the fan. Yeah, hi. Good evening. Um, I, I just want to make out two points. Uh, number one, I think the Jets and probably the Giants a little bit made a mistake um, in investing in defensive players. I think if you invest in a good offense, a good offense can keep not only the other team's offense off the field, but it also keeps your defense off the field. But if you look at it the other way, the Jets had a good defense, but they would, uh, the other team would be at three and out, but then the Jets' offense wouldn't do anything, and your defense had to be back on the field. So I think going ahead, I think both teams should be looking to invest heavily in Offensive players. Yeah, and, and I'll piggyback line. that because I absolutely agree. Like, having a good defense, right, that's the cliche. Defense wins championships. Defense travels. But in this modern-day NFL, you need to move the ball in a hurry. In this modern-day NFL, you need to get down the field and kick a field goal to save your season. In this modern-day NFL, the play doesn't care who makes it. It's about who makes the play. And these good offenses are engineered a lot of times from head coach, offensive coordinator, quarterback, skill positions, offensive line. You definitely need guys that can score points. You're not winning games. Like these games that we watched, what was the lowest scoring winners total? 24 points. And what did the 49ers do? When the the game was on the line and they had to drive and go win it, they did it. But you're not winning games in the NFL in the playoffs. You're not winning these games 13-10. You're not winning these games uh, 17 to 9. you got to be able to score three touchdowns, minimum. Right. And I, and I think on a regular basis, they, they establish good field possession. Um, but my second point is, 
I think uh, I know a lot of people say Tyrod is you know nothing more than a backup, but I mean I'm like we're looking to win in 2024, not in 2026 or 2027, hoping to get a good quarterback and develop him. I you know I mean I've seen the way Tyrod plays and the whole team is just more efficient. I I I honestly feel that they could possibly pull off a playoff spot with Tyrod. So next year, uh, he he's going to need a new contract. And him being a veteran and and probably looking at what he did this year and what the Giants did to him, remember, he had a clause in his contract that if he started, I think, the last five games of the year, he would have triggered some money, and they went the yeah, Tommy yeah. Cutlets yeah, he route. he would have made a million more dollars. Yeah, I would be pissed off about that. I would definitely sit down at the negotiating table and say, you owe me an extra minute, uh, an extra million just for this right here. You guys knew I that was I was better than this kid. <laughs> right. Well, they saved themselves a million dollars. Uh, but we all knew he was better. Like He was better from the time he came out of Virginia Tech to bouncing around on a bunch of different other teams where he started and had played in the playoffs and XYZ. Tyrod Taylor was right, better but, than Tommy Cullitz. Right, but I mean, not just better. It's just something about him because we all know the issues with the offensive line. He was able to like, mobilize around that line. Experience. Just knowing, just knowing what's in front of him, knowing the defense that's in front of him, getting to the right calls. He got to the wrong call sometimes, but just understanding the NFL game, the speed of the game, the defense, what he has, what he doesn't have, what throws he can and can't make. I'll say this. Right. They're, they're going to need a veteran quarterback. To me, Daniel Jones is not something you can bank on until – you can't bank on it. So I wouldn't even say Daniel Jones is something you can bank on. He's on the roster, yes. He's under contract, yes. He's making a lot of money, yes. But as far as him being ready to play, we'll see month by month how he progresses. You, I would not, I would not expect him to be ready to go for training camp. Tommy DeVito lives down the street. Great story. If he wants to return, yep, you keep him. But you know his limitations. You know what he is. If Tyrod wants to come back and they're willing to pay him a little bit more, which I just don't think they are, then, yeah, that's your veteran quarterback. But I think in your quarterback room, um, you need those three pieces and you need to draft a, a rookie or or draft a rookie and then, you know, have one of uh, subtract one of those pieces, either a Tommy Cutlets or a Tyrod. You only need three quarterbacks in a practice arm. Right. I say let the new quarterback develop under Tyrod. He's the most experienced veteran. Um, I think under Daniel, and nothing against him, I just think he's, like, he's not fit for this, this Giants team. He may do well elsewhere. Um, he just holds the ball too long. He has, t- he has a tough time reading the defense. Tyrod, it's, it's just so, the offense is just so much smoother with him. Yeah, and, and I think that there's something to be said about that. And if the numbers line up, I, but I just, I don't know, I look at this NFL too, and I look at all of the different coaching hires and offensive coordinators and really how the theme of this year was if you don't have two quarterbacks, you don't have one. So there are teams saying, hey, we we need to bring in Tyrod. We have our starter, but Tyrod Taylor would be a good backup for this starter. So he might have to compete with other teams for his services. Like he might, There might not be a, a team-friendly deal. He might not be inclined to stay in New Jersey, New York. Like if it if it costs too much to sign Tyrod Taylor, they're not. Right. Well, I hope he's a starter. Devito is a great. Uh, he'd be a great backup, and hopefully, he can learn under him too. I think with Daniel, it's just going to be the same old, same old. We're going to be looking for looking forward to twenty twenty five. Yeah. Anyway, think, thank you for the thank you for my call. Take thanks care. for the call, Sam. I think you're looking to twenty twenty five anyway. Like, let's try and walk through drafting a quarterback. 
for the quarterback room versus not draft. I think I I honestly think, and I'm not moving off of this until we get to the draft. I honestly think you've heard everybody at the fan talk about it. You've heard every single person outside the fan talk about it. You draft a quarterback. They said they're going to add one, and it isn't adding. So if 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 we're talking about just adding one, Tyrod Taylor is not adding one. Tommy Cutlass is not adding one. Those guys were there. That would be retaining one. They said they're going to add one. So they can add one through the draft. They can add one in free agency. Why not draft your own right now? And why not try to move up and draft him? Especially when your in-division rivals, the commanders, are going to be drafting their quarterback of the future. Brian Dable needs his guy. How was he able to develop Tommy Cutler? They literally went from not letting Tommy DeVito throw the ball in a game to, oh, Tommy DeVito looks like the best quarterback we've seen throwing the ball for the Giants this year. How? How, Sway? Brian Dable coaching him up. Them scheming up a game plan. And and knowing his skill set and what he could do and then actually executing and getting that out of him in the game. Imagine if you actually draft one of these, I don't know, 6'2", 6'3", 6'4", freak athletes, whether it's Jaden Daniels, whether it's Drake May, whether it's Caleb Williams. I don't know. Michael Penix Jr., Bo Nix are kind of lower there for me. And with the six overall pick, you're either moving up. You're not. If you're at the six overall pick and the top three quarterbacks come off the board and you're not able to move up, you don't take a quarterback at six just because you need a quarterback at six. I think then you play the second round game. I think then you take, you know, a wide receiver or an offensive lineman, and then you see what quarterbacks fall into the second round because some of them will. But then is that the quarterback of your future? And then that's also the thought, too. Do you just draft a quarterback to draft a quarterback? What was I listening to? I was listening to a podcast, and they were talking about the Bills and, like, EJ Manuel being drafted by the Bills, like a top 20 pick. And EJ Manuel came out of Florida State. I used to be a Florida State football fan. And anybody could have told you that, you know, he was he was good at Florida State, but he wasn't that great. And you have to think about taking a kid out of Florida and putting him in Orchard Park. That's not conducive to success. It's just a complete change in weather and what they're used to. Do you just draft a quarterback because you, you're a quarterback needy and um, this is the best quarterback they say on the board? As I'm looking at Tankathon, and I speak of Florida State, at number 24, Tankathon has the Dallas Cowboys taken wide receiver Keon Coleman Oh, please. I would love that. I love that. That kid is a monster. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with Keon Coleman. Beast of a receiver. Like, one-on-one coverage. He's mossing guys. He's stronger than most. And he returns punts and kicks. So you would be getting a weapon uh, for your quarterback and somebody that you could throw on special teams that could could make it happen. 6'4", 215. Keon Coleman... He looks like a, a action figure. If if the Cowboys like the Cowboys always end up drafting well because guys fall into their lap. They're never drafting high up, and when they do, they they'll take Ezekiel like dumb move like that. Or even when they were drafting high up and got Michael Parsons, he fell into their lap. The draft is going to be very interesting this year. Looking forward to it. Still talking football. Got to get back to the phones. Eric up in the Bronx on the fan. What you got for us? Keith. Hey. 
Yeah, hi. Uh, this is Eric from the Bronx. Uh, I'm glad to uh, speak with you. Uh, and I like that you're very level-headed uh, when it comes to sports. And that's why I called to explain about uh, a team having the ball at the end of the game mm-hmm. up by three mm-hmm. and compared to being up by uh, being down by three compared to being down by four. And uh, yesterday, the Buffalo Bills, they do what a lot of te- other teams do toward the end of the game and they're down by three. They're like uh, inside the 30-yard line or something like that. And um, first, second, third down, they already know that because they're down by three, they're getting good field position to uh, get a field goal and tie the game up, go into overtime, whatever. And so when uh, Josh uh, Allen, he threw the ball in the end zone, he kind of like he was rushed and threw it, and he short-armed the ball, but he knew that, you know, fourth down and a field goal attempt was coming. Mm-hmm. And uh, most teams nowadays, they play for a field goal. Um, like it's a given as well. They play for the field goal like it's automatic. Yeah. Yeah. And now, but if they were down by four, most teams, they know that a field goal won't do anything. They have to score a touchdown. And I think that uh, Josh Allen, he would have fired a bullet into the end zone to uh, get a touchdown because they needed it. They had to have it. And I think most football teams... That's what they do when they're down by three. They play for a field goal. Everybody's, uh, you know, obviously they're uh, blaming the field goal kicker wide right, you know, Scott Norwood, whatever. But I think that the play calling and how you play depends on uh, how far you're behind. You're down by four. You're going for the touchdown. Yeah. Um, and it depends keep, on the play I'm caller and these books and – and uh, these rules that they have. I'm in here watching right now as we speak the replay of the Chiefs-Bills game. We're at the point right now, McCole Harbin just fumbled into the end zone after the DeMar Hamlin fake punt, which I still don't know why they thought that that was, like, I don't understand why you would do that. And then the turnover on downs, the Pacheco run, and now McCole Harbin fumbles into the end zone, and then they get another opportunity. And, uh, yeah, we're about to watch what you just were speaking of. Yeah, yeah, I'm watching it too. Um, and so I, you know, it's like something where maybe like I'm 65 years old. I've watched football for quite some time, and it's like years ago, even down by three, uh, a team would try to uh, punch the ball over the goal line. Down by three, but score. Let's score. Let's yeah, try let's to score. Let's go four points. Let's, yeah, let's go and, up where and, they have to score a touchdown. They can't tie it with a field goal. Exactly. Yeah. And so I just wanted to make that known, my opinion about yeah. the way teams think when uh, they're behind by three or they're behind by four. And one more thing, um, something that I've noticed like the eight, like the last, uh, like the month of December with the Kansas City Chiefs, their defense, like after halftime, Spagnola, whatever his name is, the defensive coordinator for the Chiefs. Steve Spagnola. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Chiefs. They adjust. Like I remember years ago, Belichick with the Patriots. Halftime, they would adjust and change up. Yeah. And it seemed like the Chiefs uh, yesterday and like the last month and a half, their defense adjusts and teams hardly score in the second half. 
I just wanted to make that known. Good call. Appreciate it, Eric or Irv. I think Paulie had it as Eric, and I think he called and said his name was Irv. A small detail, but up in the Bronx. Yeah, that that's another thought. And I have that in my, my notes, that special teams can swing these tight games for the better, for the worst. And you have to coach special teams, too. And you have to know whether your special teams is legit or not legit. And, like, even with the elements, you have to know if your kicker is money or not in the elements. Don't all these guys watch their kickers warm up? And these kickers are supposed to know exactly how hard the wind is blowing, from what direction, and how to adjust their kicks. And it's not a given. It's just not a given that you're going to get three points from anywhere on the field. 47, 27, it's not a given. But these 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 teams play like that, though. These coaches play, they call plays like that. Like, all right, well, you know, we're going for it. Like, I'm thinking of uh, Gabe Davis. And was it the Eagles game where Gabe Davis was running free this year and Mahomes or uh, Allen had him, but he, like, overthrew him because he was, like, anticipating the blitz? And I, I guess uh, he tried to get rid of the ball just anywhere he could get rid of the ball. But Gabe Davis broke his route off, I think, to like a flag route, like a corner route. And Josh Allen, just because the blitz was coming, just got the ball out and it was more inside. And it's like, that's on Josh Allen. That's on Josh Allen. But everybody loves Josh Allen. He's one of those America's sweetheart types, the darling of the NFL. Uh, you know, he's a good guy. We can't. He's a, he's a turnover machine. And he misses some throws, too. And I know, guys drop passes for him. But, yeah, just... Just a thought. The NFL, if this happens, if they do this, if they go for it on fourth down, if they don't fake a punt, if McCole Hardman doesn't fumble into the end zone, if that rule gets changed, things are different. And I'll say this about that rule before we go to break here. 877-337-6666 as everybody still wants to talk football and I'll be your Huckleberry. I don't mind that rule. When everybody says it's such a stupid rule, stupid rule, stupid why why does it exist then in the NFL? Think about why it's a rule. In my opinion, all the rules are set up to help the offensive players. I played offense. I get like, and I and I get we want points, we want touchdowns, we want fantasy points, parlays it. But what do you have in the in the rule book for the defense? So when you're by that goal line, right, all you gotta do is put a centimeter of the ball across that goal line for it to be six. On the converse, like as soon as they give up that little smidgen, that's a touchdown. Be careful with the ball. If you're gonna be that reckless with the ball out there, stretching it out for that goal line, and I'm a defender, I'm coming and knock it out of your hand. And if I knock it out of your hand, whether it goes forward or backwards, whatever, like if if it's in play, you get the ball back. But if I knock it out of your hand and it comes into the end zone, that's our territory. That's mine. I do think they're going to change the, play, the 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 ruling on the play, but I just don't think when people are like, it's such a stupid call, it's such a stupid call. If you fumble on the one-yard line, you get it at the one. Yeah, that's the one-yard line. That's not pay dirt. If you fumble into the end zone, you don't have the ball. Stop being so reckless with the ball. That's a play that the defense made. They get it. 877, you know the rest of the number. Let's take the break so I can come back and take the rest of my calls, KM to AM. We got 90 minutes left. Be- 
worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. RB. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. And the ball game's over, and the Giants have won Super Bowl 46. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yeah, buddy. Case of the Mondays. We're almost done. 87-7. 33, 7, a 6, a 6, and two more sixes. KM to AM on the fan. Here I am. Here I am. Here I am. Let's go. James Paxton, former Yankee James Paxton, big game James, the big maple, closing in on a deal with guess who? Who else? The Los Angeles Dodgers. Good luck with that. Like, do your thing with that. Good luck with that. I cannot wait. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. I guess who's going to be the first one on the fan when baseball starts. I have the night show after the Yankees post game. And those Dodger games are going to start around 10 p.m. I'm going to have uh, MLB.TV open for uh, Yamamoto and Otani and James Paxton starts. You don't even have to pay attention to the Dodgers at night. I, I'll keep you locked in. I'm actively rooting for them to fail. I like the Dodgers. I like Dodger Stadium. I got a lot of friends that are Dodgers fans. I got a lot of friends that live in L.A. My sister lives in L.A. She ain't no Dodgers fan. She goes to Dodger Stadium. She does some events with the Dodgers. But I make sure she reps the Yankees. I'll probably go out there at some point this summer. But I'm actively rooting for them to fail. For Yamamoto to just be average with that big contract. And all the people in New York talking about, oh, we missed out on Yamamoto. You didn't miss out on something you never had. Right? I made the analogy last week. That's like that girl you had a crush on in high school. She texts you back one time. You never had her, bro. You never had her. You you did all that thinking in your own head. You did all that thinking in your own mind. You never had her. She was never yours. Forget about her. Yamamoto was never to be had by the Mets or the Yankees. And when he throws that ball over the plate, 
Somebody's going to rock it. Somebody's going to hit that ball. And we'll see what Otani looks like coming off of his Tommy John. I know he's not pitching this year. He's still going to be able to hit. But, I mean, for $700 million, you better hit every night. You better hit every at-bat. You better go four for four every night, a couple bombs for that type of money. (laughs) And we'll see. Tyler Glass now. Made a glass now and before. James Paxton. What is James Paxton at this point? Yeah, line it up. They're going to bring back Clayton Kershaw. Is that still floating around out there? Let's see. Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Max Muncie, that funky Muncie. I'm just, I just don't see the Dodgers winning the next five World Series as many people have already said they are. Speaking of uh, winning five, five goals for the Vegas Knights, six for your New Jersey Devils in overtime. That's a Hattie Tower to Foley. Good to have you, man. Good, good to have when you don't have Jack Hughes, you don't have Dougie Hamilton. You're looking for guys to rise. You're looking for guys to step up. And I think the Devils have a lot of guys. I know there's some fans that are like looking at Timo Meyer like he's not the guy we thought. Tyler Toffoli has been a guy all year, and he had a night. Tonight, they were throwing hats on the ice in Newark. Other than that, here's something else I found. Oh, yeah, now the deal is done. One year, $11 million for James Paxton. The money that some of these scrub pitchers are getting, bro. I don't, like, Severino got 13 mil. Frankie Montas got 16 mil. James Paxton just got a little. And you guys want me to send all this money to Yamamoto and Blake Snell? I cannot. I cannot. No, it's a t- it, wouldn't you wish you were born to be a pitcher? Like, I, I mean, seriously. I, I, I look at my son now, and I'm not trying to force him into anything, but he's already, like, crawling around and athletic. And people are saying, what sport are you going to play, Keith? Well, I'm like, baseball. Baseball. <laughs> you know, just, just be good in high school and sign that contract. By the time my son comes out of high school in 18 years, sign that contract. Do we know if he's lefty or righty yet? His mother's a lefty. And uh, he's very much like his mom. They, I, like he, they got the same birthmark. Uh, when he feeds, he he uses both hands. But there's some things I think it's too early to tell. But I mean, if he's a left-handed, if he's a left-handed athlete, you know where I am. You know where I am in 15 years. Tell you one thing: if he really wants to develop into something special, focus on dogs. Dogs. Dog show content. He's in love with my cat. Because there's just cats nobody needs. Well, we're not getting a dog. We live in Dogs. It's an empty lane, minus myself. It's an empty lane. This there's so just, much content you can do. <laughs> this guy just wants a reason to plug. Go ahead, big time. Big time uh, over here now. I, I gave Paulie a compliment about this, right? Because, you know, obviously he's he's here as a full-time producer, but he does shows And I'm like, yo, you don't have to get on air and do your show the same way everybody else does their show at the fan because we all end up talking about the same things and talking around them and saying some of the same things, come in with a different lane. And Paulie did that. So I'll give you, before I get to the phones, Paulie, I'll give you the next two minutes till we get. Oh, it's not two minutes. (laughs) Two minutes. You need Um, two hours to tell everybody about that. No, you can go to my uh, X slash Twitter, at Paul's Randomness. That's at Paul's Randomness. And check out a video that I did from the uh, the American Kennel Club, which is the AKC, which is the lead dog, you know, uh, breed breed so- governmental situation. Maybe not governmental, but you know, the lead dog people <laughs> in the country. 
I'm going to their Meet the Breeds event at the Jacob Javits Center this Saturday. We're going to videotape it. I'm going to interview dogs and humans. And it is the content I cannot wait for. It's going to be awesome. Viral movie. I mean, you're big time now. They're sending you care packages. They're sending you swag. They're bringing you out to interview. And that's the power of this microphone. Look at this hat I That's the power of WFAN. No, I saw the picture. Tell your dog I said hi. And what I say to you before, I'm like, as much as we're fans of sports, there are people that don't watch sports, but they're fans of animals, dogs specifically. So you get on WFAN, you start that dog talk, and and I do it every show. Dogs, desserts. When Carlos Correa got, well, when he kind of got signed to the Mets, (laughs) I had this dude call me from Miami walking his two French bulldogs. It was great, and he was just walking the two Frenchies. We talked about some dogs, and we talked about Correa, and. Well, we know how that ended. Scott Boris and Carlos Correa, you dirty dogs. Josh and Passaic on the fan. How about those devils, Josh? Yankee, how about Tyler Toffoli rocking it up, my father? Hey, let's go. And brother were there. I had oh, great game to go to. Great game to go to, man. I had to go to work. I would have been over there if I had to go to work. But, uh, and... First of all, even with Vanacek, you have four goals in the period. The Devils still overcome that. And, and then I just want to see Dawes just because we haven't seen him as much. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there's too much to complain about tonight. You played the defending champs without Hughes, without Dougie Hamilton. But it was also good to see mm-hmm. Tio Meyer back at a goal. They beat up they the Rangers the over the weekend or whenever that game was, and now they're going to face the Islanders. Like It's good to get that, that win right there. Needed it because we were losing. I think we lost like four out of our last six or something like that. Right, and and that and the Devils Islanders game will be like the New York game, you know, us Nets fans focus on. Mm. So mm-hmm. also with the playoffs, kid, do you um, do you notice at the end of the Bucks Lions game? I'm just curious, why did the Bucks use their third timeout? Twenty five oh, seconds Bowles, left. Why did they give up like that? It wasn't even a give up. He said it like he just looked at the t- that's a coaching decision. And like some coaches, right? Like they, he made a decision. We're not. He literally said, "We're not coming back from that." I forget exactly his words, but Todd Bowles said they had it set up where no, you're not. You're on the road. You're in Detroit. You got all those fans screaming. The game is pretty much done. Uh, Baker Mayfield threw the game away. Game was over right there. And I, I don't know. I think Bowles came out and said, and people are giving him flack for it. All right, fire him then. Like, there's a bunch of coaches available. Um, let's see, Todd Bowles on why he didn't use the final timeout. And I'm trying to get his exact quote on it. He said, no sense in prolonging the obvious. Uh, they already had a field goal lined up, and there would have been about 12 seconds left on the clock to end the ball game, and we weren't going to come back from that. No sense in prolonging the obvious. That's a smart guy knowing, like, we're defeated. We had a lot more time in the game to to make this game not as lopsided and, and potentially, like, no, we, we ran out of time. Yeah, but still, it's like the lines have a pro ball kicker, and once you're ready in, once you're ready that far, you don't just give up like that. And this is like... But similar to what I was just talking about with though. Eric, like, let's see, a 49-yard field goal is not a chip shot, and a miss would have given the Bucks the ball at their own 39-yard line with about 30 seconds left and in need of a touchdown and a two-point conversion to force overtime. It probably wasn't going to happen, but for Bulls to say we fought to the end was erroneous. The Bucks fought to the final 36 seconds. I just, I mean, maybe it's conceding a loss. People can, uh, you know, they just, I don't know. People always looking for something. Like, you weren't in, it's not Madden. You weren't in the position. The guy made a decision based on what the factors were around him. And I just was talking to Eric about how a lot of times, 
Guys are making these decisions thinking that a field goal is a guaranteed thing. It's not, even indoors. Like so. last night, you saw that right there, and I just I was very upset about that. I wanted to see one overtime game happen, and you had the first, right, the first, the Ravens game they pulled away at the end, but then you had the Niners, Packers, and that could have, and they all they knew was a field goal, and Jordan Love throws the pick, and then you also have the Bucks Lions game where once you threw the pick, that wasn't going to overtime. Yeah. I was thinking how fitting it would be if the game that they made the new playoff overtime rules would be the game that we saw that. But I had a bet on it. Scott Norwood came up. I would have cashed for like one ninety two. I think I had ten dollars on the game to go overtime, and I thought that was done. And then when I went <laughs> wide right, I'm just like, get out of here with this NFL script. Of course, deja vu. History repeats itself. Taylor Swift is moving on to the AFC Championship in Baltimore. Boo. And just last last two things I want to say. First, with the Chiefs, as it was like kind of living, I guess, as Chiefs fans to finally see. Volga Scantling, you know, catch two deep balls. I mean, how much prime time is it? We see him never getting any of them with this job and that job. And with Todd Bowles, if you remember versus the versus the Rams when they had that comeback, and when he was a def- right, I think he was the defensive coordinator then, he had two deep shots to Cooper Cup to set them up for a field goal. So I don't know what to say about him. There's a lot of coaches there, but whatever they do, Keith, thanks for taking my call. Have a great night. Thanks for calling. I mean, 12 seconds, 30, there, they, there wasn't a lot of time left. And I think by the time, I think I was off that game. I think I was off that game once Baker threw the game away. Like, I don't I don't have an issue with that. And and I, there's just, you know, after all is said and done, so much more is said than done. There's just so many people that think that they are NFL coaches because they play Madden, NFL coaches because they have a fantasy team. The guy understood the situation. No one challenged him on the team. You didn't hear any of his teammates saying, hey, maybe we could have. No, no. They weren't coming back from that. They weren't prolonging the inevitable. They were trying to get into the locker room, showered up, and on the plane back to Tampa. <laughs> Speaking of that, <laughs> how petty are the Bills and their their Bills Mafia fans and the people that work at uh, their stadium? <laughs> the Chiefs players. The Chiefs players said after the game that the Bills turned off the hot water in the Chiefs locker room. <laughs> It's freezing out there. You just play a football game. You're trying to take a hot shower before you get on the bus and go to the plane. <laughs> you got to take an ice cold shower after that. That's tough. But I respect the pettiness. All right, 877-337-6666. If you're on hold, stay on hold. We're going to speed up the calls because I've only got an hour and 15 left. Let's take this break. We'll be right back. The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. And hey, yo, my whole click, body body. Money, power, respect, what you need in life. You'll see the light. Okay. Let's say six or seven minutes here before we break and then go to the update. Keith McPherson on the fan, watching watching Josh Allen, like, fumble the ball, almost gave the ball away on this last drive. and um, they, It wasn't meant to be for them, man. They had opportunities. And that's the whole NFL, right? You play 60 minutes of smash-mouth football. They're not worried about the last 12 seconds, 36 seconds of the game. Let's see if I can take two calls. Luke is in Miami. Luke, you're on the fan in New York. 
Hey, Keith, how are you? First off, I got to say, I thought it was funny that Paulie talked about uh, French Bulldogs when he was talking about Correa because I was with my dad, and my dad was the guy who made that call. Oh. Uh, so, so did I your dad that hear that? Funny. Yeah, my dad must be. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I can't believe they remember me. And the other thing I got to say is, I want to talk about the Dolphins because here's the thing with Mike McDaniel. He looks great when he faces bad teams, but it looks like I'm watching a Nathaniel Hackett Iowa offense whenever he faces a veteran coach. Why do you think he gets severely outcoached whenever he faces a top tier team? I just mm. got to know. I don't know. He was able to beat the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> uh, and they're not. Yeah, they're fraud. They're frauds too. We were saying that's the fraud bowl. You know what? I yeah. just think that like when, when one the Dolphins ended up banged up by the end of the year, and two sometimes when you're playing an opponent that you think is superior than you, you get cute. You try and do things that you don't always do. You go away from what works, and you find yourself in situations. Like, that's what I think they they were, you know. He just looked too timid. Yeah, so it's like. Afraid you, afraid to win. It looked like Hackett with Zach Wilson at the end of the Bills game. Some much. of the formations and motions and, and, and bag of tricks that you might have used successfully in the past, you go away from and you play a little more conservative or, you know, and then that's, that's no way to win at all. Yeah. It just, I'll tell you what, cause I've been to the games. My dad was at the game when the Broncos hung up 70 and I was at the game when I watched the master class of two of throwing two game intercept, uh, two game ending picks. And it just makes me think, I don't want to put it all on Tua cause at the same time we have to ride with Tua. And now you just got to look at the coaching. Here you go. We're locked in with Tua. We have no choice with anyone else. So I'm just trying to think, how can the Dolphins bounce back for next year? You just got to pray that McDaniel keeps developing as a coach. I don't, you're not locked in with Tua, but they are going to pay him. You did tank for Tua. He's your guy. And Mike McDaniel yeah. is a good coach. I'm sure you watched Hard, Hard Knocks in season this year. Yeah, no, I did. I watched I watched it. but uh, He's a good coach. He's, he's still early leader. on. Like I think you know, this is the start of an origin story with that, with that team. They, they were banged up. And, and I just was talking about that. Survival of the healthiest war of attrition like the dolphins they were missing so many of their guys we were that it started it all started when jalen phillips tore his acl and then right when caught it with that that titans game that that, that was for the season that was pretty yeah. much that we would be i mean playing yesterday. was banged up for a little while came back wasn't his self waddle was hurt waddle goes out every single game hurt and comes back in uh bradley chubb van Ginkle. there's somebody else zavin howard i was Trying to tell somebody, I'm like, the Dolphins don't stand a chance in the playoffs because this isn't their team. This isn't the complement no. of players they had. They lost a lot of guys. No, absolutely. I, if it's okay, I'll ask one question. I'm asking my dad. He wants to know, what do the Jets do if all the tackles get taken in the draft with the 10th pick? Because he's a Jets fan. If all the tackles get taken in the draft? Like like, not like uh, <laughs> Joel and uh, Fashanu. Like, they're both off, and they're at the 10. So they trade back. Do they take a wide out, or do they trade further back for Latham? No, I think there there will be, if not the first offensive tackle selected, the second one there, if, if that's what they choose. And if not, draft the best wide receiver available at 10. There's a good chance that the best guy is there or second best guy is there. Yeah, that sounds good. Thank, thank you so much for taking the call. You pretty much answered everything. But uh, I look forward to keep listening and uh, – Go Mets. I'm sorry about the Yanks, but go Mets. Well, you don't have to be sorry. Nothing happened. What? I'm sorry about the Yanks, but go Mets. Be sorry about the Mets. <laughs> and say go Mets. Nothing happened to the Yankees. See, people, that's what I say. People want to live in this 82 and 80 season forever.
forever. Something I'm, I wanted to do tonight, now we're going to do it right now. Uh, and I'm going to cue it up. Because sometimes, like, once we got later in the night and we got to open mic night, I'm like, we're going to actually look at the Yankees' schedule, and we're going to start going series by series how the season's going to play out. Because people want to live in this 82-80 and 80 so bad as if uh, IKF, Billy McKinney, Willie Calhoun, Jake Bowers, Franchi Cordero, Ben Rortved are going to be in the starting lineup on opening day. That's done. You Luke, know is, we, Luke we, is in Miami, a uh, 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 Miami Dolphins fan, Mets fan. And when he calls into the fan and signs off with me, he has to say, sorry about the Yankees, but go Mets. Like, you, know you don't what, have to apologize to me about the Yankees. You know what's weird? I actually think, Nothing happened. I actually think more Yankee fans live in the 82 and 80 mind frame than the Mets fans. No, do. that's facts. And I, I, I really think, because I think Mets fans, we have our own problems, right? I honestly think, they think the Yankees. That this is what we are now moving forward under Brian Cash. Yes, we can the Yankee fans because they five hundred seasons. They've never they never experienced it before. They're petrified. They're legit, and the fact that they didn't so spend any money. So much went wrong last year. That's why I was online, and like I'm not. I'm never trying to flex on the people that don't go to the stadium or don't watch all 162 games. Let people enjoy things. Be a fan how you want to be a fan. But for me, I'm like, yo, I can tell you I don't go to the games. I can tell you I don't actually watch every game because you think this team is going to be 82 and 80 again. Like, just go through some of the names. Aaron Hicks is not on the team. Josh Donaldson is not on the team. Just go through some of the bums the Yankees trotted out there all last year. That's not happening this year. Am I saying they're going to win 100 games again like they did back-to-back years uh, over two years ago? No. No. That's tough to do. But newsflash, you don't need to win 100 games. You don't even need to win your division anymore. Just get in the tournament. It's a crapshoot. Get hot in October, and you could get to the fall classic. That's all we want. 877-337-6666. Coming up, my Casamigos, big shot of the night, open mic hour, whatever you guys want to talk about. Everybody's still talking football. If you're on hold, Vic, John, Luke, James, stay on hold. We'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 